0: K M T T Kimitzion Taitse Torah. You're listening to the Arab Shabbat program, Arab Shabbat Kodesh, Parshat Ki Teitzei. Vav Elul Tavshin Samech The Arab Shabbat program is Liluy Nishmat Shlomay Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel, and I am your host, Jonathan Snowbell. So, we come back after a lengthy Ben Azmanim into Chodesh Elul, and uh, it behooves us. By the fact that uh, we're not just a parsha chavush here, to uh, take time to reflect on Chodesh Elul, the difficulties in Chodesh Elul, what we're supposed to accomplish in Chodesh Elul, etc. To that end, I'd like to actually begin with something from the end of last week's parsha. The last section in last week's parsha describes. The halachot of Egla Arufa. We're talking about a corpse that was found between different cities out in the open. Nobody knows who's responsible for the death. And the city that is determined, the elders of the city that is closest to this corpse, must take a young calf that has never worked, never pulled a yoke, take it to a piece of land that has never and never will be sown, plowed. And there they kill the the calf from the neck. They don't slaughter it as we do in ritual slaughter or slaughtering for koshering purposes, but they kill it from the neck. after describing this process the Torah says the following pasuk, up until this point the Torah has described that the people who have been operating in and around this corpse have been the zikenim the elders the shoftim the judges the elders of the city that is closest take the Eglah, and from what appears from the Psukim, they also kill the Eglah. And then the Torah tells us that the Kohanim b'nei Levi, the Kohanim, the sons of the Leviim from the tribe of Levi, they approach, because God chose them to serve and to bless in His name, and from their mouth, all uh, Quarrels are dealt with, all negaim are dealt with. And we'd expect, after seeing this, to find out w- to, for what purpose that they're coming. Again, the Torah says they approach because of their status, that they are serving God, they bless in God's name, they're also involved in judiciary th- uh, manners, they're involved in quarrels, they're involved in nega'im. In, uh, but then the following pasuk says goes back to the elders the elders of the city that are closest to the corpse wash their hands over the calf that has been killed and they say and they, and they reply and they say that our hands did not spill this blood and our eyes did not see Atone for your nation of Israel that you have redeemed, and don't give us a stain of clean blood amongst the Am Yisrael, and the and the blood should be atoned for them. So there seems to be something that's missing here, because the whole process of Eglar Rufah. Has some sort of korban sent to it. Whenever we, for religious purposes, are killing an animal, we, we, we immediately bring that into the world of ritual slaughter. However, this is not ritual slaughter because we're not bringing in the Beit HaMikdash, we're bringing it outside, we're not slaughtering it in the way that we slaughter in the Beit HaMikdash, perhaps for that exact reason, to make a very clear distinction, that this is not a korban, but this is something else. And, as the psukim themselves describe, the zikinim are involved in the process of killing the agla, and only after that do the koanim come into the picture, of koanim, the koanim approach. Rashi tries to compensate for this strange... Approachment of the of the Quranim that seems to be unexplained. He says there's two statements that are that are set, that are brought after describing that this Kenim wash their hands over the egla. One, mm-hmm. we, the zakenim stating that they're not responsible for the death, and the second pasuk says, "Kaper atoned for your nation of Israel that you have redeemed." And Rashi here says that this statement was said by the Kohanim. Now there's no indication that this statement was said by the Kohanim, but rather it's a continuation of the previous pasuk, which implies that the Zikanim are saying this pasuk. However, Rashi is faced with this difficulty we, that we are raising. But what are the Kohanim doing here? They're not slaughtering, they're not or killing the Egla The word in Hebrew used for killing the agla here is arfu, that means it's killing it from the neck. From the sorry, from the from the spine, as opposed from the neck in the back, from where the spine, as opposed to from the neck, from the front, where we normally do slaughtering, and as I said, that's described. That's an action that's ascribed to the elders, and it appears that they're not saying anything either. So Rashi says the second statement, which asks for atonement, he says the Kohanim said it. But again, the, there's no indication that this is the case. This, this this was troubling me the other day, the other week, and I was able to hear uh, Rav David Atman, who who is a, a, a Rav in Efrat, and he didn't discuss this question, but he said something as an aside that that spoke to me. And that is that indeed the Torah is intentionally not giving us the role of the Quranim, because the role of the Qanim is, in fact, just to be there. They have to be there. What does that mean? We have such a severe sin here, where someone was killed, and we don't know what happened, what's going on here. There is a need for all of the leadership to take responsibility. Not only the local leadership of the political leaders, who may or may have not been not taking the right steps to make sure the travelers are taken care of, they're being fed, they're being helped to get to the next point. But also the religious leadership as well, the ritual, spiritual leadership. No part of the leadership will be allowed to stand on the side and say, this has nothing to do with us. When something terrible happens within society, All the leadership must be present. And even if there is a leadership which is more directly responsible, the the, the local leaders, the (laughs) kinecha v'shoptecha, ziknei ha'ir ha'hi, the elders of that city that is closest to the corpse, no one here can walk away scot-free and not be involved in the process. Also the koanim, and even if the koanim don't actually have a specific role, they have nothing practical to do they must be there. In other words, even without any action, even without any purpose, practical purpose, the Kohanim must be there. And that is their action. Vinikshua Kohanim, they approach. To do what? To be there. They approach, that's it. There isn't a to do what. The actual Approaching of the Kohanim, their actual attendance at this function is their role. We often ask ourselves when we are going through the process of Chadashalur or Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, what is the purpose? What are we trying to accomplish? And this is said in the backdrop of some sort of skepticism, you know. I've been around for a while now. This isn't my first time nor I'm. If I want to look deep down into myself, I know my flaws, I know my failings. So different people will talk about change one small thing every year, try to improve. But some of us and I'm not saying this is the correct posture to be taking. Some of us have a little bit more skepticism and don't necessarily believe that they're going to make a 180 and they're going to change everything that's wrong within their family lives, spiritual lives, Torah learning lives. And in that sense, they come to Chodesh Elohim or Rosh Kippur in, a, in somewhat of a state of depression because they've had those years where they tried hard and, at the, and by, by the time... Uh, well, Tevet or Shvat uh, pulled around the winter came around they didn't see the difference between themselves pre Chodesh Elul and, and now and year after year of going through this process and years of trying and even in those years failing to maintain whatever level was attained late on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Chodesh Elul as a whole a feeling of well, what am I doing this for then? With the attitude being, well, I'm trying to climb up a ladder and get up higher on the ladder and I seem to be stuck at the same rung all the time. And even if I go up a few or more than a few, I seem to end up in the same general place. And whoever that's not true for, then that's great. Because they go through Chodesh Shalul with a sense of accomplishment, with a sense of achievement, with a sense of significance. We're going somewhere. We're every year we're at a different point in the ladder than we were the year before. And I'll have I that feeling should be true for all of us and hopefully it is true for all of us even if we don't recognize it. But we have to realize that at times we're not necessarily looking for a practical accomplishment. Sometimes we are just looking for the actual meeting. Just like when the Kohanim come to the Agla Rufa, they're not coming to accomplish anything. They don't do any action. They don't kill the animal. They don't slaughter the animal. They don't necessarily, as opposed to Rashi's interpretation, they don't necessarily say anything there. They are just there. Sometimes this intense meeting with Akadosh Baruch Hu facing Yom Hadin, the intense period, David Hashem Ori V'Yishih, the attempt to come closer. The attempt to get up a few rungs in the ladder. The attempt to come closer to God, the the attempt to experience God, and the experience of God in the Tfilot, in the kol shofar, in the Slichot, in the ta'anit, in the eight days of simcha, following Yom Kippur, that we celebrate in the sukkah, and afterwards... All of this into itself, this meeting, this experience, is significant into itself. Not because it practically necessarily got me a few rungs up in the ladder, but because the experience into itself is significant. Again those of you who are looking for practicality, I could talk about, and I believe I've spoken about this in the past, that without this experience, I wouldn't even stay at the rung that I'm at. I would go lower and lower. And if I don't clean out the tank once a week, even though it's going to get dirty again next week, it'll become inoperable in a few weeks with the amount of dirt that will build up there. But I don't need that, necessarily. I think we don't need to justify a need to come close to God a need to search out for God, that searching and that finding, when we find it, is significant to itself. And I don't want to say because it recharges our batteries and because it cleans out our system. We don't need an excuse for searching out God. We don't need an excuse for finding and experiencing God. Those are significant experiences within our lives. And Halavai we should find meaning everybody for what they're looking for and their yamim nor'im that are coming upon us now it should be for good for all of us and for all of Am Yisrael although we should always find a f- have a sense of accomplishment and a- moving up rungs in the ladder but even if we don't if we have searched out God and on some level we met God we found God and that too is nothing to sneeze at. Nothing insignificant about it. Sometimes, just the meeting, just the presence, our presence with God, and God's presence with us, is significant unto itself. Shabbat shalom, and have a meaningful chol Shalom.